0: You know, someone asks me, how are you doing? And they responded, I don't even know right now. And I think for a long time, I was like, I don't, I really don't know. My name is Michelle Kazempa. Um, I am a cath lab and ICU nurse. Um, I've been a nurse for four years, um, and I've been traveling with a travel nurse for a little over two. And I've been with Atlas that whole time.
1: So, first of all, thank you for responding. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I, I want to get my I want to get my head straight on this because I'm curious as to, no pun intended there. After after working like in a COVID unit, from, from coming from cath lab, right, mm-hmm. into an ICU, and then having, and then working with COVID patients, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how, what does that do to you?
0: Um, so, I mean, I, so for the past year, I've been in the cath lab. Before that, I was always an ICU nurse. I traveled ICU. Um, so I think um, I'm kind of used to like, operating at kind of like a it's almost like a baseline level of chaos a little bit you know you get used to that um and then even in the cath lab you know you're always on your feet and um you know having to anticipate because you know any procedure anything can happen you never know um but then you know going from cath lab then switching back to icu um going up to chicago it's it was like the first day I walked in, I was kind of like, oh, shoot, I don't I don't know if I can do this. But then it's almost like that baseline of chaos kind of shifts, and then you just get used to it again. And then, you know, you just kind of fall back into, you know, it, instincts kind of just take over and training takes over. And,
1: and that old routine kind of falls yeah. back into place for you. The riding a bike thing, maybe.
0: Yeah. kind. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I think I was there my first day um, in the ICU, my point of contact person, um, they pretty much showed us to where the door of the ICU was. And it was a closed unit because the whole unit was a COVID unit and pretty much dropped us off of the door and was like, okay, good luck. See you so, later. <laughs> Bye. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but it was fine. I got in there. I think within probably an hour, the charge nurse came over and she was like, okay, I have a fresh cardiac arrest for you to take. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, all right, I guess this is just how it's going to be. We're going to do this. And then you just kind of – you learn to operate at that different level. So I, it wasn't bad. It wasn't too bad switching back over.
1: Now – so you're done there now, right? Is that right? You...
0: Yeah, Friday was my last day.
1: By – last day by your contract?
0: Um. Well, so it's kind of weird. Um, I've been – I was in the cath lab. I was in a hospital in Peoria in central Illinois, um, and – started there in November in the cath lab had just started my extension in March. And then all this craziness happened. Um, the hospital I was at, um, they were furloughing employees. They weren't getting hit by the virus, but they had a sister hospital in, um, that they had just bought up in Chicago. That was in desperate need of help. So, you know, I got an email from HR and I kind of, I talked to my manager about it, so I kind of knew the cancellation was coming. You know, I messaged my recruiter and was like, hey, I'm going to need to start looking for something. Um, but I got an email from HR and they basically said, you know, with your resume and your background, in lieu of a cancellation, they said, we can either cancel you, give you two weeks, you know, payout, which is nice. said, or, you know, we can, with your background, we can use you and kind of redeploy you up to Chicago to help with the COVID crisis up there and work in the ICU. Um, So that was for four weeks. um, And then I had two weeks left on my contract. Um, So I actually worked up there five weeks and then that was it. So my contract was over two weeks early, but better than I can't complain. I got another five weeks. I've been working this whole time. so
1: That was, yeah. And and the the reason why I asked is I legitimately didn't know because there have been so many cancellations and- you you just don't know
0: yeah so i was i mean i appreciated the opportunity rather than being flat out canceled um there's like a small little part of me for a second that was like heck no take the two weeks take your money and run go back to texas but then i think there's a bigger part of me that i mean was like no you know you number one you know travelers all over like you said are getting canceled the market right now is really volatile it still is two is just kind of I don't know if like, I'm the person, there's people, when there's fire, there's people running towards it, and there's people running away. I'm always the one running towards it, um, which probably gives my mom a little bit of a heart attack, but <laughs> I think she's used to it by now. So yeah, for a second I was like, yeah, no, I don't, maybe, but then I was like, no, I'm gonna go, so.
1: Yeah, so I mean, deep down you were an ICU nurse, where R is, right? I mean, that's, yeah. and that's, if I knew, ICU nurses are as much, okay, so I always say, here's the thing, I always say ER nurses are my favorite. I, I don't know why. <laughs> They just kind of are. ICU nurses like, are the fearless ones. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know, and I'm sure deep down there's something that will shake you. But yeah. the ICU nurses seem to just have that, like, "Yep, let's do it." Let's you run towards the fire. You run towards yeah. the, you know, whatever <laughs> the gunfire, whatever it is, right? Whatever the yeah. the danger.
0: Right. Yeah, and I think it's. Um, I mean, I think a lot of it too is. I'm very much a competitive person. I've always been an athlete. So there's like that competitive nature to it um, that, okay, you're going to give me this challenge while I'm going to face that challenge and then I'm going to beat it. Um, and then there's also that part of me that's just the neurotic type A perfectionist that <laughs> it, it just comes out. <laughs> so.
1: I, look, you I mean, you're talking to type A here too. So I completely <laughs> understand. It annoys me sometimes. But it, in myself and in others, right? I know, but it's it's all just a reflection of, of myself and maybe the, the annoyances that I have with who I am sometimes. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So it, part of this was that kind of, you know, how's your head? It, you know, with the whole kind of May is, 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 you know, mental health awareness month. And it's not, not that nursing was ever easy to begin with. Right. Like, I know that. But – especially right now, like, how is your head? Like, how, how are, and I've asked this before, like, how are you doing? And the answer, the, the typical answer is, oh, I'm fine. Are you really fine? Like, how are you?
0: Yeah, um, I'm getting better. Um, I saw a meme that was like, um, you know, someone asked me, how are you doing? And they responded, I don't even know right now. And I think for a long time, I was like, I don't, I really don't know. Um, cause it was hard and it was, I mean, obviously in the ICU, you know, we, we deal with death all the time. It's nothing new, but just the sheer amount that we dealt with, the, con- the working conditions, um, just, you know, everything surrounding with COVID and all that, um, it just kind of made it for a completely different environment. And it was very hard for me, I think, cause you're so used to being in that environment and you're so used to being, um you know, kind of like on at all times and you're constantly firing where it took me for last Friday was my last day. So it's been six days off and it's took me probably a solid three or four of those days before I could find, like I needed to learn how to, and I still am not good at it, but I need to learn how to just relax again and how to just, you know, be and not, my mind's always thinking and, you know, I'd go home at night and, You know, go back to the hotel and let my dog out and sleep. And you know, my mind's constantly racing, and you're hearing the alarms, and it just—it took a few days to really kind of settle down. I don't know. I feel like part of, like, I've kind of put it in a part of my brain and tucked it away. You know, like I haven't really talked to many people about it. Um, So, and I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Maybe that's just how I process things. But um, it's taken a while, but I feel like I'm getting. I told my my poor recruiter. I thank God for Jana because I was. I mean, I think I'm a pretty low maintenance traveler. I really only text if I need things. She always texts to to check on me. I feel like we have a friendship. Um, So we do talk regularly, but I feel like I was just texting her like three or four times a week. Like, what's going on? Like, am I going back to Peoria? How long do they need me here? Um, And I feel like she probably was like, oh, this girl's having a mental breakdown. But, um, you know, I'm doing a lot better. I made a decision. I mean, and it's kind of come at a perfect time where my contract ended with how the market is right now. Um, I kind of made the decision to just take some time off. Um, you know, I have a beach house in Florida that i just could go to for like the month of June and kind of just relax um, and just kind of learn how to slow down again. And then maybe by that point too, the market will be kind of back to normal-ish or not as bad and, you know, can get back at it. But it's definitely taken me some time to kind of come down from all that.
1: I, I think that's that's one of those things is learning how to turn it off, right? When yeah. you're when when you're not there, turn and that might that might go a long ways just to for your just just mental well being is yeah. figuring out how it, with your type with your personality type and who you are and oh. and 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 you, the specialty that you're in, being able to turn it off for a right. bit,
0: right. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's always been something, since I started, you know, nursing, I think it's just always something um, that you kind of have to learn how to shift out of that, like, fight, fight or flight response to, like, just, like, relax, like, it's okay. Um, I really kind of made an effort to, you know, not, you know, turn off the TV, turn off social media, because I feel like things like that aren't helpful, um, and just kind of, I mean, I'm still in Illinois. Um, I'm self-quarantining for two weeks since I was kind of in the thick of it, just, you know, before I go anywhere. And, um, you know, home workouts. I've just been reading books. Um, I started classes to get my BSN, which I've been putting off forever. And while that kind of adds more stress, it also kind of gives my brain something to focus on. So in a way, it's almost more calming. But, I mean, my poor dog, she's probably, like, cool it, lady. Enough at the walks. Mm-hmm. but that was another thing going cath lab um, you know working eight nine hours days depending on where I was I was working nine hour days this assignment to going back to working those 12 13 14 hour shifts you know you kind of I've been in the cath lab for a year you almost kind of forget how to you know how to do that right uh, so that was kind of another thing that you know took some getting used to but then it's kind of almost nice because literally you go to work you come home you go to bed and you go back to work, so it's like you didn't really have. I was you didn't have time to think of anything else. So I think that kind of maybe overexhaustion helped. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, sometimes you know, it, maybe it's the opposite effect of turning it off. If it's just yeah. on all the time, then right. you don't have time to, to really like process yeah. what you've seen, where you've been, what you've done. Kind yeah. of, you just you're just going and going.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of also, I think there's a little part of that where I'm at right now, too, is where, like, I still haven't, I don't think I've really still processed it. Um, I mean, because it was bad in Chicago, um, you know, it was one of the areas that was hit hard. Um, I was working a 27 bed, COVID ICU. Everyone was COVID positive or rule out. Um, we also had, we turned our PACU into COVID ICU. We also had our fast track area um, in the ED that was COVID. ICU with holdover patients that didn't have rooms. Um, and so, you know, you're in this environment and it's almost like you, it was almost like one of those things where I was less anxious at work and I was almost more calm at work because you had, like, you were focusing on, like, the task at hand. Whereas, like, now that I have, like, time to look over and, like, kind of think about process, like, what happened? I'm like, oh, no, like, not ready to do that yet.
1: <laughs> sure. But yeah, I, I mean, I think you'll find that in a lot of things, I, I and just I've read recently, just trying to maybe understand because I've said this so many times before like, there's a reason why I'm on this side of the desk and not on your side of the desk. I, I just can't. I, I just, I knew, I know that's not a piece of me, right? I don't have that bone in my body and it just doesn't, it doesn't exist, but it trying to understand that point of view is, is hard. It's difficult.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, part of I think if you have nurses, a lot of their friends are nurses. You know, the things we talk about at the dinner table are normal dinner table conversation. So, um, I, you know, it helps to talk to people. Like I've talked to my nurse friends from, you know, my home hospital, Ohio, and back in Texas, and just the travelers I've met along the way and stuff. And so I think it definitely helps to, you know, talk with people who have been through it. I'm thankful for that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think there's a reason that nurses hang out with nurses. <laughs>
1: look and I've uh, some of the best dinners I've had were with nurses too oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if to a normal person like oh that person has no filter or whatever yeah. it's not that they don't have a filter it's just that's what the world that you live in every single day and yeah. and so that's that's what you talk about
0: right exactly
1: yeah. so. okay so I guess last question here is is if you had to give advice like when you talk to your other nurse friends and you have to give advice and one of them maybe might have there they might be struggling, having a difficult time. Like what advice do you give? Like, how do you, what do you say to them?
0: Oh gosh. (laughs) You know, I think the best advice I can give is, you know, do what you find things that you enjoy doing that, you know, calm you down. Like I said, you know, that are things that you find therapeutic, whether it's, you know, going for a walk, going, you know, reading a book, um, you know, doing yoga in your living room, or just like I said, like talking, talking to someone who has been through it. Um, I think you just have to find different ways. um, You have to find coping, coping mechanisms, otherwise you'll never be able to make it. You have to find, and it could be trial and error, you know, maybe just sitting in front of your television and watching Netflix all day is calming to you. I can't do it because my brain is like, da, 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 da. I envy people who can, but you know, um, and then just kind of, I don't, a big thing for me was just get away from the social media, get away from the TV, because you're already in this environment all day. You're already having to deal with it. Like you need to be able, when you go home, find a way to just kind of there's no real way to completely separate yourself from it, but you have to kind of find a way to kind of put that aside for just a little bit, you know? And if you're constantly reading about it and seeing about it, um, I think that's kind of, that was one of the biggest things for me that's kind of helped me calm down is just putting it away, like signing off.
1: (laughs) So I, it's so funny that, so we just moved back in uh, October of last year and move from one house to another, and it really isn't far from where we lived before. But there's a there's slightly more land here, whereas mm-hmm. we were in a neighborhood before, it's still a neighborhood, but we have about two acres now, which is something we always kind of wanted anyway. Yeah. And uh, so Jana's uh, let's see, how is Jana? Jana is, Jana's ex sister-in-law, Misty. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. So Matt is our our uh, marketing director. Okay. And so for a housewarming gift, he got me a bird feeder to put outside the dining room window there. Yeah. And I have never been one to sit down and relax and that type of thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have birds now. I watch my birds out the <laughs> window and it's that I would never, ever have thought through all of this. And who knows if this hadn't happened, the, the bird thing probably wouldn't have been my thing anyway. I would just like ah, bird feeder, whatever but it is such a weird calming thing that I never thought would have existed in my life. But you have to look for those things.
0: Right. Um, That's another, I started, there's um, the Illinois river, obviously runs through Peoria. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's just a spot I'll go to. It's, you know, right by lighthouse, right by the river and you can just go and you can, and that's like one thing I do. It's, Allows me to get outside, try to have like the noise of the water in the background, so it's not dead silence, um, and that's kind of one thing I've been able to do that's been really helpful for me, and really just helps me not think about anything. So, yeah, you find you find ways.
1: It's weird how yeah how you you find those ways. It's it's yeah. really strange. So. All right. Well, I hope, I, I think you're right. I think in the end, cause I lived through, I've lived through something similar. I've done this for 16 years now. Mm-hmm. I've lived through something similar in 2008. Like it's, it, it's not going to be easy for a while. Like it's not easy right now. It's not going to be easy in a month. Like, but eventually I know, like we're all not getting super healthy right now. Like it's, it's uh, magically like we aren't, you know, and then the calf procedures are going to come back and, knee replacements are going to have to happen and they're going to be babies born prematurely. Right. We're not going to get out of this. Like it's, and so we're not going to get out of, of that. How about that? So I I mean, that's, that's going to come back and hospitals are going to need, they're going to need not only their perm staff, but they're going to need their temp staff again. Right.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm confident. And I mean, I said I wanted to, you know, re up my, keep my ICU experience current. So, uh, I didn't think this was gonna be the way I did it, but you know, hey, it worked out. Huh. Um, so you know, whether it's cath lab, ICU, I I mean there'll be jobs. So I'm um, and thanks to traveling, I have, you know, the finances to take some time off if I need to, so I'm not panicking.
1: And I think that's it. Like if you were ever going to you mentioned memes before, like there's that meme like, I could go live in a cabin in the woods by myself or whatever. Like, okay, you kinda got that opportunity right now. Like you can go do that for a month and Go do it. Find yourself, center yourself, get back to, you know, get your head in the right place. Exactly. And then when things get back to, I don't even know. I mean, when, when the flu season hits and, you know, and things like that in the fall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a new normal, but it's, I mean, it'll all come back around. So.
1: Well, take care of yourself. All
0: right. Thank you so much.
1: Enjoy Florida. I'm jealous. (laughs) Excited. Awesome. (laughs) So. All right. All right. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Right,
1: bye. Bye. A lot of information there, a lot of good information. Um, not always, not always the best, rosiest, brightest picture, but that's just kind of how it is right now. And I think one of the things I'm super proud of here is in the bad times, we're going to tell you it's bad times. We're not going to sugarcoat it. Are there a lot of jobs out there right now? No, not really. Are there a lot of good jobs right out out there right now? No, not at all. but we didn't all magically just get healthier. Like, I didn't stop eating Burger King, right? At some point, I gotta go back to the hospital for high blood pressure, right? I I, I take medication for it right now, that's just me. I gotta go back for that sometimes. Who knows what's going to happen? But it, it, the, the babies are still gonna be born. You're still gonna need the NICU. You're still gonna need the PICU. You're still gonna have peds units. You're still gonna have people with heart conditions. You're still gonna have people with mental health issues. None of that just all of a sudden got better. If anything, our lack of, of, of self-care, not wanting to go into the hospital system, maybe has gotten worse. And so that's going to show an increase in the hospital system coming this fall and winter. Who knows? Here, but what I do know is we didn't all magically get healthier and those jobs are gonna come back around and there's still a nursing shortage and nothing with that has changed. So it may be hard to find jobs right now. It may be difficult on travel contracts. It's a cycle, and these things happen. I've seen it before, and I'm sure we'll see it in the industry again. Hang in there. Stay strong. Stay stay mentally strong. Check on each other. Ask your friends. Ask your fellow nurses, are you okay? And don't just take, yeah, I'm fine at face value. Generally, you're not fine. Just having that person to talk to is more important than anything right now. Listening to each other, being there for each other is very important. We'll see you next week.